You're listening to the Shamelessly Feminine Podcast, the place for the kick-ass woman who needs a kick in the ass. Your host, Jen Rosenbaum, is giving you the tools to shed shame and live the biggest life possible. So kick off your heels, get comfy, and get ready to be the boss of your life. Hey guys, welcome to the Shamelessly Feminine Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Rosebaum, and I am here today with my, we'll call it a guest host, Jenna. <laughs> How are you, Jenna? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Um, so I asked Jenna to be on the show with me today because uh, I saw something that she'd posted on Inst- um, sorry, on Facebook the other day. Jenna is a fellow boudoir photographer and she has a private group with a lot of awesome babes in it, including me. And <laughs> she posted this in her, in the uh, group. And I was just like, we have to have a conversation about this. So I know her opinion. She doesn't know my opinion, but it was a picture of um, the sports from Sports Illustrated swimsuit, right? On Instagram. And it said, uh, hip cleavage is this summer's hottest new trend with a link to the photo. I forget the model's name. What was her name? Do you remember? I don't even... It, was, it wasn't... Uh... I don't know who it is, but it's a plus size model and she has one leg up. She's laying on the beach, but she has like one leg up and they're like where her hip is, is basically, what would you call it? I mean, they're calling it hip cleavage. If anybody doesn't know what that is, I guess Google it, but it's, it's like leg bends really. I mean, they call it hip cleavage. Apparently that's like actually a thing that they really do call it that. I mean, hip cleavage. Yeah. To where you're the crease where your hip is right above on your leg. Yeah. But it's more of like when you bend it and then you get yeah. a little bit of like a skin roll there. And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden that's considered cool. So, which by the way, so tell, first let's, t- you know, tell us how you feel about that and what, and, and per- them portraying it. Cause I think your comment was something like ladies, if you're in case you're worried about your thighs or your hips or something. Yeah. In case you're worried about your hips, don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that, well, first of all, that's the fact that that's considered plus size is kind of crazy to me, but whatever. That's, that's neither here nor there, I guess. It's getting closer, so we're moving in the right direction. I think that we, we kind of worry so much. We preoccupy ourselves so much with worrying exactly about things like that. Like, oh my gosh, I have this big you know, somebody told me one time whenever I was younger that I had breeding hips and I've never forgot that. I mean, I was in college and I was tiny, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But if it's, I will literally never forget that. And it's like now breeding hips are in, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so here, here's my take on it. Like I really sat with this because I was like, yeah, there's part of me that's like, Amen. Like, thank God. Cause women have hips and women have thighs and like they meet and where they meet and when they bend causes skin rolls and like, mm-hmm. thank goodness somebody's showing it. Right. Yes. At the same time, there's part of me that thinks that making it cool does so much more damage than good. And I don't mean that in the way of like women not accepting their bodies, but I mean, the, what I mean is that it, it upsets me that we have accepted as women that society and places like Sports Illustrated allows women's bodies to be trendy. And it, it pisses me off, Jenna. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I was pissed like, for three days. Like I almost commented on it and I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit on it for a little bit because, because maybe I'm not right. And I certainly didn't want to like go in and like cause controversy in your group and the whole, yeah. whole thing. But you know, 
for me, this is so much of why women's attractiveness is it's like, it has a shelf life because it's like, well, you, okay, listen, I have big thighs and a big butt, right? So I'm in style right now, but I grew up in the eighties and nineties with the Kate Moss era. So I always thought there was something wrong with my body. Mm -hmm. Now that's not trendy anymore. Now I'm in style. Right. But what happens like next year when the waif thing comes back and that's in style again and, or whatever it might be, or, you know what, I don't, maybe I don't have hip cleavage. Now I have to eat more so I can get hip cleavage. And I, you know, whatever. I don't know. I probably do have hip cleavage, but you understand what I mean. Yes. I'm just so curious. Like, and I just wanted to kind of open a conversation about why as women, yes, I understand it looks like a progressive movement that we're accepting women of all different body types, but it's really not that at all. It's really not. It's like, (laughs) it's, it's, I I think maybe as a woman who do the work that we do, it's harder. It's, it's like, you see that, you know what I mean? You see that. But I think for the everyday woman, it's almost like, cause I have to say the same thing to my daughter. We used to work out to be skinny. Mm-hmm. Like you now, um, when, because when I showed my 15, 16, I'm sorry, 16 year old daughter, this, I showed this to her and she was like, mom, that's, I mean, she acted as if like, that's, she didn't act as if it was trendy. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To her, for the younger generation, it's almost like, and what? Like, right. <laughs> that's, you know, and I'm like, you don't, it, it's not mind boggling to them because they literally grow up in Kim Kardashian age of like wanting to get the booty, wanting, they work out to grow. I'm like, we, ne- I worked out, I was on the treadmill to get skinny. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. because, and I think we grew up with Kate Moss. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I think that, um, I, I totally see what you're saying. And I, but I just think that any progress in that direction maybe is, and we think about it differently, I think, because we're so immersed in it. You know what I mean? We like double think, you know, there was a conversation about whether or not it was, good to introduce your personal beliefs in your business. And my thought is like, we are ripple makers. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're like, if you can make somebody think about this and a lot of times I think, I mean, cause this got a huge, you know, reaction in my group. They don't, I don't necessarily, I didn't even honestly, I didn't even think about it. The fact that it said trend until you said that, but I see totally what you're saying that it was trendy to be skinny. So we worked out to be skinny and now it's trendy. The same thing with my daughter It's trendy to be, to have a booty. So you work out to have a booty. You know what I mean? I think maybe the come away is that we should just teach that. I mean, I'll post this, but also post like recognizing that it's uh, the trendy part. You know what I mean? The fact that we're following trends. Right. I mean, listen, the crazy thing about that is, and I say this all the time when I teach, right? Like even 10 years ago, women used to come in and say, can you make me skinnier? Now they come in and say, can you make me look curvier? So even in 10 years, it's changed so much. And the thing is that I can't understand how we have made body image or body style or body look trendy. Like you can't change the shape of your body. You might be able to gain weight or lose weight, but you can't change. You can't make longer. You can't make your boobs bigger, you know, without surgery. You can't have a tight, an hourglass figure. If you don't have an hourglass figure, it's just, it's just, you just can't do that. And I just think that we have fallen so victim to this, like 
bodies being trendy and it drives me nuts. Like how about the trend should be no two women's bodies are the same. So whatever you have, love that. And maybe Sports Illustrated, instead of showing, you know, just plus size women or just this or just, how about you show like more women that would you have size? I mean, okay. I mean, would you consider that model plus size? I'm not using that term as I consider her plus size. I'm using the term as their, t- they consider it. Yeah, plus size. No, I was just asking you your opinion. So, I don't think she's that plus size. So I don't, here's the thing. I don't, uh, I don't like the term plus size. I don't like the term curvy. I don't use those terms when I, I use them because people understand those terms, but the way I look at it is that, um, it's really based on proportion. And so like, listen, Jenna, you and I know this, right? A woman can come into my studio that's a size 22 and is an hourglass figure and has perfect proportion. And it is the easiest fucking job I've ever had in my life. Right. But a size two woman can come in who has no curves, who wants to look curvy. And I work, man, I work Mm -hmm. for it. So I am like, for me, it's like, who gives a crap what their gene size says? How about we just look at their bodies and we see what looks good on them and we figure out how their body moves and what their proportions are. And like this whole curvy girl thing is bullshit because I'm a size four. Okay. I will fit into a size four jeans all day long. So most Mm -hmm. people would look at that and say, oh, you're, but you're so tiny. Okay, but I am curvy. I have a butt, yeah. I have thighs, and I have a hard time finding clothes because of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so my body's trendy. Great. What does that mean? In five minutes, I'm going to be out of trends and I'm going to be out of style. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's really my issue. Like just when we, when we put the emphasis on the trendy, yes, it's great that it's moving in a positive direction, that it's not all about skinniness. But what about women that are skinny, that are thin yeah. and are naturally that way or not naturally that way? What, like what if, what about those women? They're not cool. They're not okay now because they don't mm-hmm. have a big butt and big thighs. Like how damaging for them? I try not to. In- my group, especially, I try not to, um, you know, there's all these, you'll find memes that are like, you know, curvy girls do it better or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Something, uh, in that direction. And, uh, I think it can alienate, uh, thinner women. You know what I mean? Because like you said, now the trend is to be curvy. So, you know, all those years we worked to be skinny now, what? Right. But that, it's like, that's, that's the crazy thing. When you look at these women also that are sort of setting this tone of, okay, it's to be curvy, right? It's like JLo, it's Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj. I mean, I'm sorry, but Nicki Minaj didn't just get like that. She went under the knife to get like that, you know? Let's be honest. Sorry, my dog is here with me. He's doing naughty things. Come here. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's in your mouth, but it shouldn't be. Come here. You know, Kim Kardashian went under the knife to be like that. So how do you compete with that? How do you keep up with that? You know, that's just, that's insane. And you know, you and I know that because we're older and we understand the realities of things, but you know, a younger girl doesn't look at that and say, oh, well, she must've had plastic surgery. They're like, how do I get like that? It's weird because it is really a generational thing too. Even like I said, with my daughter, she was like, where when we were younger, we would have automatically been like, oh, that girl is definitely, you know, I mean, we would have seen, we just like I did, I saw what it said and it registered with me and that, you know, because we've been indoctrinated that that is something that's now acceptable. It's like the word fat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Some people are like, you know, we would never call someone, you know, I would never call someone fat, but now it's like fat is supposed to be 
an okay word to call someone? I'm like, I, I don't know. I think just like that, same thing. Words are trendy. So yeah, we just have to make sure that we're inclusive of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I certainly like, listen, I didn't, I hope that this doesn't come across as me like throwing you under the bus. I just thought it's, it wasn't about you. It was really just about the observation that this body trends is a thing and has been a thing for a long time. And I really haven't heard anybody address that, you know, Mm -hmm. in the women's movement. I mean, listen, there's a lot of big fish to fry right now, right? (laughs) What are we fighting today? Oh my God. Your post today that said, uh, what did it say? Uh, I guess I have to fight for my right for abortion with from with men that think I pee out of my vagina. Like that's yeah, something yeah, of yeah. that nature. Yeah. I fight for the right to an abortion with the men who have no idea what a vulva is today. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we have some bigger fish to fry, but you know, because, but, but is it bigger fish? Because in a lot of ways, body image and body acceptance affects every single woman, you know, is, is it, it is that's the thing that affects us. I would say, I mean, 100% the most in our life. It affects every relationship we have. It affects every uh, interaction we have. I mean, when you're inside your body, you cannot have a, you can't have a good day. Right. You you just can't have a good day. It's not going to happen. Like your day is screwed, you know? So I think you're right. Being super inclusive and re- and recognizing that, oh, hey, now they're trying to make it a trend that we're curvy. You know. So that's. Like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I have my dog in here with me. We don't even need to edit that. He's just trying to eat money and stuff. So sexy, don't do that. Uh, yeah, you know, and I, I guess I sort of want to start that and put that message out there. That's like if you're listening to this and you're skinny or you're curvy or you're whatever, like, you know, they try to make us into fruit, like apples and bananas and pears and whatever. Um, I mean, can you think of one man's, I mean, we not. Oh no. Yeah, I can. Wait, Jenna, I can. Are you ready? Dad bod. And you know what? Dad bod is fucking cool, but mom bod is not cool. That's, that's the difference. Do you understand? Like, do you see what I mean? Like, Dad bod is like something to aspire to. Mom bod is shameful. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do something about that mom bod. Mom bod is not okay. You know, you look good for just having a baby. That's like, dad looks good for just being here. Like what? (laughs) It's it's As long as you show up and you're a man, you're good. Doesn't matter what you look like. Wow. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That's nuts. It is, but it's the reality. Wow. It's the reality, right? So yeah. And you know, it's funny because I get so many messages from men that are like, you know, it's a shame you only shoot women because, um, you know, I, uh, I'm a guy and I also have all these body image issues. All right, well then speak up because, you know, we're not talking about that. And listen, I, I always say that along with the women's movement, there's a men's movement that's going on. Now I know that most people look at the men's movement and say, okay, men's time is up. But you know, the truth of the matter is that the, I don't think that their time is up. I think their time to start being understanding and under, you know, knowing what's going yep. on in this that's world. Yep. Yeah. That is a men's movement and men can either embrace that or fight that. And I think most men are fighting it. I think what we're seeing with these abortion rights and all that is men fighting the men's movement. But I think if men embrace this men's movement of more understanding and acceptance and of not just women, but of themselves, 
then we will start seeing that men maybe also have these issues and that, you know, maybe we should stop making certain things trendy. But yeah, I mean, listen, the whole dad bod thing really just made, you know, letting yourself go for a guy cool. And women would never be allowed that. No, it's funny that we were talking about that. My husband, cause my husband is, uh, I mean, we come from, you know, our background comes anyway from, uh, uh we we've come a long way. We'll just say that. So I think men generally do find women rising at first, they find it intimidating and very threatening. So therefore you see, I posted something the other day that was like, Hey, all you guys that are supporting women and fighting for women's rights, keep that shit up. I see you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that is where the new men's movement is. My husband wrote me the other day and he's, you know, there's times whenever he'll be like, because yeah, he still has that. It's like when I saw this comedian one time say something like something about men. And then she was saying, uh, if you feel in your heart that you're like, oh, I don't like that. I'm probably talking to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 I'm talking to you. So if you feel that if you're a man and you feel that, well, I don't like that they're saying that. I don't like that. You know, uh, it's probably, that's probably something you need to work on. Yeah. So my, the other day and he's typically a masculine, a, you know, guy's guy. And he wrote me the other day and he said, which we're talking about the men's movement. He wrote me and he said, masculine feminists. And then he wrote this like definition. And he said, a man who really loves women's bodies, <laughs> a real man who really loves women's bodies and is willing to fight for women to have the right to have choices on their own bodies and a man who believes that if you don't, uh, if you, if you have a, I think it was, if you have a penis, stay the fuck out of it, you know, <laughs> like yeah. not your fight. And I was like, and I feel like that, like you're saying, that's where the men's movement is now. It's not like, Oh, you're it's, it's folding in, you know what right, I mean? Right. It's, it's sensitizing to that and not feeling threatened by it. Right. And so the thing is that I really, truly believe that part of the problem with what's going on these days is that men in general are very threatened and scared of the women, women's bodies and the power that women have and what our bodies do to them or, you know, whatever it is that they're, they're crisis mode when they see a naked woman or, you know, an attractive woman or an unattractive woman or whatever, you know, like what happens to their brains that we're so controlling and conniving and, you know, and I guess that that's partly like going back to my original statement about making body types trendy. For me, that's a masculine thing that's happening right now. That is a a control of the body. That is like what men want to see or what men want, you know? And so I don't know, maybe I sound like a crazy raging feminist right now. And if I do, so be it. But, you know, for me, there is a sense of control here. It's still controlling women right? It, there's nobody saying just be who you want to be. They're saying be these things because they're trendy and this is what we think you should be right now. And yeah. that's really the bigger picture. It's not just about like women embracing their bodies and having bad days and because it is all about that. Right. It's also about relinquishing that control and saying, you know what? You can't tell me how to be. If I want to be a hundred pounds, I'll be a hundred pounds. If I want to have an ass as big as Texas, I'll have an ass as big as Texas. That's who I am. Just let me be who I want to be. I think until the standards of, until people are actually open-minded enough to recognize, to see things like you're talking about, like seeing the word, oh, they're make, trying to make this a trend. You know what I mean? Recognizing that and being able to be like, oh, wait, hold on. Because I, I mean, I'm going to admit it. 
I, the first thing, you know, obviously I'm just like, awesome. You know what I mean? I mean, it was kind of a joke, like, oh, now we're trendy. You know what I mean? Listen, I get it because I'm getting older and I look through media and I don't recognize myself in these women anymore. So the minute I see an older woman, a 40 plus woman in an advertisement, I'm like, oh good. That thing's for me. Ha, shiny, happy things, you know, like so it's, it works, right? That's the thing. It works. So, like, how do we take that moment of wow, like, wow, it's working? From wait, why is it working? Is this manipulation? Is this correct? What is happening right now? And look, it it, it worked. I mean, I saw the meme that you posted in many places. A lot of yeah. people were like, "Awesome, look, a curvier girl on Sports Illustrated." Yay, Sports Illustrated. You know, and that's why I was just yeah. like, "Oh, kudos again." Like, say that again. They get the kudos again. You, right. Sports Illustrated does. Right. Like, oh, they're so progressive. Right. But what they're doing is actually not progressive at all. No, no. it's just, con- it's switching the control. It's just right. switching. You know, if you posted a picture and you just said, look at our gorgeous cover model or whatever, let other people say, oh, I love her hip cleavage or I love her shape or I love her size or whatever. But to label it, look, trendy hip cleavage, like like that's what they were going for. It's like, oh, how how demeaning is that actually to the model, to us, to you know our intelligence? But the thing is they know how to work it. They worked it because I saw it, like I said, in multiple places and it worked. Yeah, it did work. I mean, and in some ways, like I said, and maybe that's up to say the influencers uh, or the ripple makers to recognize things like that and then teach. Do you know what I mean? Instead yeah. of, because not everyone's going to recognize that. Like, obviously you, you saw it in a bunch of places. It was put out and people loved it and it got a big reaction. And that's mainly because it's, it's, it makes women, like you said, feel like things are progressing. Mm-hmm. Makes it feel like they're progressing, which it's like slow, two steps forward, one step back, I guess, because in some ways that does empower women. And even if you don't think about it as being trendy, even if it empowers you today to feel better today about your hip cleavage or your hips or your belly or whatever, then that's a step in the right direction. But the bit, but also to recognize, Hey, okay, that's good. You know, I feel good today, but in that space, why do I, why, you know, it takes that dip, uh, I call it higher heights, like mm-hmm. that higher heights level of thinking of like, sort of like this, like someone said in one of the comments yesterday, somewhere that, uh, the, it was the abortion debate. And they were saying, think about this first, they come for people in AA and make people that have drunk driving, they make them felons and they can't vote. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So all this arresting someone for an abortion, making them a felon takes their vote off the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's where it is. There it is. Yeah. There it is. More control. Right. More control of your vote. You know? Right. So it's a matter of questioning. Questioning. Right. Because, you know, we're, and, and listen, going, going backwards for just one second, you said something about like, you know, it's a good thing for that moment. If a woman sees somebody that she recognizes that looks like herself, it is a good thing for that moment. But then what happens in the next moment when that's no longer trendy, you know, and the rug is pulled out from under her? It's like... Well, we have to be smarter than the trends. Right. Well, that's my point. That's my point. And that's the point of this whole podcast right now. We need to start asking, is that okay? Is it okay that you're showing a woman that maybe looks more like all of us and calling her trendy? Is that cool? 
you know, like we need to ask and not just take things for surface value because I think, um, you know, that with that particular example, that's what's happening. And there's so many women applauding that and I'm going, no, hello, they're using you as Muppets here. Like, what are you doing? You know? Well, and maybe that's the, uh, maybe that's the catch is like, you know, once that as ripple makers, as teachers, you can use that to, to make a point and then keep going with that. You know, yeah. like now for attention, can we talk about why? Right. You know I mean? Right. And then let's talk about, and let's talk yeah. about it even further. Let's talk about equal pay. Let's talk about abortion. Let's talk about, you know, whatever else it might be, the other issues, because believe me, if there's, if there's this much control over just what your body looks, looks like, there is a hell of a lot more control over what you do with your body and, and all of that. And I mean, I'm just so grateful. There's moments where I say to myself, I can't believe I live in this country. And then there's moments like right now that I say, thank God we live in this country because I could say whatever I want to say about it and start spreading the word about how I feel. And if you agree with me, great. And if you don't, great. I still love you. Um, but I think the moral of the story today is question, question what you see, question what the media and, and society is feeding you as correct or trendy or right, or the gospel, because, you know, we all have brains that we need to start using (laughs) and start questioning everything. And maybe questioning, you know, when you see some, it's almost like when things go viral or when things really catch on and they start, uh, you know, you see a bunch of people uh, thinking in the same way, like, oh, okay, it's almost like noticing that's like a red flag. Like, okay, they said to me the other day, you know, he was talking about, we were talking about the whole abortion thing and he was saying, I wonder what bill they're trying to pass right now. I wonder mm-hmm. what bill they're right now. You know, like we're all fired, fucked up over this. We're all pissed off. Right. Is this all- a distraction? Is but, this- but what's underneath? Yeah. What is going on? Like, really? Like, what's going to come up next week that they've passed that's going to scare the shit out of us, too? You know? I think it's just being aware, like you said. And maybe that, like, oh, everyone, every this, everyone's like, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. That, those are the things that we have to examine further because it's, a, it's, it's, uh, it's almost like planned, you know what I mean? It's yeah. well, well executed. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm scary. Well, I hope that, um, we have opened up some people's eyes today and, uh, I appreciate you being on with me and, uh, oops, sorry. And then, and being open to what I, you know, my opinion on it, even though, like I said, we didn't really discuss it before and I'm not, not trying to throw you under the bus. I really just wanted to have an intelligent conversation about this. And I knew you would get it from a photographer point of view, from a point of view, um, so I appreciate you having the conversation with me today about it. I think it's important that we're all teachable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're never right all the time and you never, it, not even wrong or right, but I mean, like you said, like, that's the only way we're going to, you know, if you learn to examine things further, like my first reaction is like, hell yeah, hell yeah. And then, okay, let's, let's keep going on that. If someone, I mean, I appreciate you bringing that up to me because I've never thought about it. just like the voting thing, like the felon and voting thing. I was like, Oh my God, you know, like, wow. my so I can totally, totally see what you're saying. I didn't end with my daughter, how she was very much like, I mean, thank goodness, I guess. I don't know. You know, I, I thank goodness they don't fight at least maybe their generation. I don't know. Won't get the same fight or half of their generation. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I guess we just have to uh, fight where we can and, you know, and question, 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 question. Question, question, question. Yeah. Well, I love it. And I'm so glad we got the chance to chat. Where can people find you, Jenna, that want to check out your work? Um, you can find me at on my website, on Instagram at uh, Boudoir by Jana V. And then on my website at www.janabaloneboudoir.com. Awesome. Thank you, Jana. You're awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Shamelessly Feminine Podcast. If you loved what you heard, be sure to leave a rating and review on iTunes so that more women can learn to live a badass life. To learn more about this movement, go to shamelesslyfeminine.com and join our Shamelessly Feminine Facebook group. Until next time, go out there and be the boss of your life.